can open the door. Yeah, get out of here. This is Matt May with Bob and Ray, Bob Elliott, Ray Goulding, Ken Wilson, Bill Green. Alderaan. Capital S.A. Oh, no, right. don't suggest it then. We weren't going to do anything about a son, D. No, we hadn't had it in the back of our mind. Why, we don't have anything mind. in the... What? Mind. We don't have anything in the back of our mind. Just... Oh. Well, I was thinking about today's show. You always do, Bob. That's why we're... What was it we had planned to do? We had something special up our sleeves for today. I have something special. That's right. That's there right. The last mile home. Now you scamper out and get the music. That's right. I was just saying the last mile home today. Oh, I know what it was going to, uh, we were going to do. We were going to talk, uh, give a little uh, display of two weather forecasters meeting in the morning. Or one coming to work and meeting the fellow who's been on all night. And how that conversation would go. Well, morning, Ed, I say. Well... Well, that's so nice, uh, as a matter of fact. Now. How's that low-pressure area I left last night? That's what, uh, that's what I was going to tell you about it. You turned mean it into, uh, bad news? Turned into precipitation over Ohio. Cool air mass in Hudson Bay. By the time it gets here to Boston, it should be coming in the form of heavy winds and blizzards. I see, worse, see you know. here, looking over your shoulder at the chart, there's a dead cloud formation forming up in Canada. Yes, there is. Uh, what does that do to hit this area? Well, as you see, we have this mass here moving up from the Carolinas, and it possibly will push this mass coming down from Kennedy out to sea, flying about through Portland. I see. And we may escape this, but we may not. How about the winds from east ports of Block Island? They'll be approximately 25 miles an hour until 10 o'clock, which time they'll change immediately and go into 30-mile-an-hour speeds, and then around 4 in the afternoon, they'll slow down around Portsmouth and uh, about 15 miles an hour. Well, yeah. well, I've got to get to work, Ed. Nice to pass the time of day with you. Okay, you write your terrific script for the radio now. I will, and nice to have seen you. So long, and keep your fingers crossed as far as the weather is concerned. I certainly will. I... And good weather to you. Thanks a lot. Oh, one thing I oh, forgot yeah. to close that window. It's awful cold in here. All right. Somebody said that's my favorite word. But I was going to say, uh, how do we open this door now that it's been locked permanently? Yeah, some of the door has been locked. Some public service program must have locked that door permanently. It must have been used in like sound sabotage to me. It does. Mr. Wilson, you can tell by the time he's been out of the studio, doesn't have his music filed very well. <laughs> he's having a slight difficulty in finding that last mile hole. He's probably taking it as an hour. So while he's out with our piano solo from Bill Green. Oh, we could never do that. Well, would be too close for comfort. Just as soon as Green started playing, when Wilson would come in. Well, Bob, who do we have? Jack Lawrence, Jennifer Sperley, Arturo Godley, or who are they? Well, still, we've got the Mariners with Archie Blair's music. Uh, I thought I'd sing the chorus of that too. 
Sounds good, after all, old boy. Well, uh, it's a cold day up here, but I'll bet it's warm down in Jacksonville. Tonight is a big night in Jacksonville, so they say sure. around Lolo. Old high... Old high place, landing high down there. <clears throat> Ken, I'd like to find us a little... <clears throat> No time for practice. I don't know the middle part so well. I'll help you. A little longer. Smile. No, that's too high, man. Let's bring it down. The longest smile is the last smile home. Canton Walton Farrar wrote that. Do you want to sing for us, Mary? Well, I don't know how Ray would feel after all. Ray gets decided. No, you won't show him up. No, you won't show him up. Play your own accompaniment on the melodeon. Mary. Don't put on air. This program in no way reflects the opinion of the sponsors. There's a couple more. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. Uh, I do want to correct you. Uh, if you don't play with me often, uh, I was playing the melodeon, and Ken, of course, was playing on the cymbal. And you hit a very, very sour note there, and it reflected it. Now, my voice sounded as though I had hit a bad note. The fourth major. Which, of course, hit a flat. isn't true, but, uh, friends, so long as we're here today, I thought it would be a nice day to talk about. Talk about Christmas. About Christmas. Huh? And the gifts and whatnot. Or what all. Then what all are we going to talk about? Well, well, gifts. First of all, selecting your Christmas tree. 
Make sure above all others that it will fit in your living room, ladies. We've had so many ladies writing in to say that the tree doesn't fit in the living room, that it's either too big or too small. Now then, my advice to you would be this. Take your room with you when you buy your tree. And there, before you buy it, you can measure it for height. Well, and measure so it forth. with your hands before you go, and then just spread your arms out to the height of the room when you get there. You so could the do same, that. Same way. Or you could, or you could enlist the services of your husband to, to measure uh, the ceiling yes, from the floor. If you don't know your room size, simply attach a string to the ceiling and send that along. That's all. And address it to me, please. <laughs> Care of this ceiling. And Hi. now, friends. Time for me all. Say good night and thirty. Say good night. And thirty. You've been listening to the charming Mary McGowan, who has been kind enough to come here today and to. Well, I mean, we don't mind eating popcorn during the show. I wish we wouldn't rattle yeah, a bag like that. Belong there, Peg. Lie, Peg. What are you doing there, Bill? Billy. Did you get his lunch in there? I don't know what it is, Bob. I believe it's time to look in on Lawrence McGaffigan and Cop. What's you? Okay. <laughs> Like this. Like this. This is a And today this should be a good cliffhanger. Lawrence McGaffigan Cop has been placed on the trail of a dangerous band of jewel We last left him in the mayor's office of Big City Metropolis, where he was told, Now, McGaffigan, get out here. I won't ask you. McGaffigan answered the mayor. Yes, Your Honor. And stomped out of the office. I can't open a door, Mr. Mayor. The door, the door was locked, and McGaffigan had to leave by the window. Mayor, I can't get out of your office. The door's locked. We're having that fixed, McGaffigan. Well, what am I going to do? In the meantime, let's play tricky. Okay, good deal. 15, 2, 15, 4, 15, 6, and 6, and 19, I have. That's very good, McGaffigan. I didn't think you were that good at tricky players. What? I say, I didn't think you were there. Someone is playing with that door over there. So green, person. <laughs> How does he get into this clip this way? <laughs> I don't know. I think he is an old, uh... Hello, Bill. How do you do? Oh, sit down, Green. That's the third day in a row you've you ruined our routine. Bill, can't you open that, uh, that door? Well, I thought that... Let's work ahead for a few hours. McGaffigan has rounded up this dangerous stand of jewel thieves. He's got them standing up on the corner. He is holding them at, at pistol's point. Don't come any closer, you guys, or I'll pull it quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, what are you going to do with this, McGaffigan? Excuse me, we just had a Marine sergeant remind us that if we don't pull it trigger, we squeeze it. Well, I have a late bulletin for him. I qualified as marksman when I was in the service. <laughs> oh, honestly, you that was, that was a division they were training for alpine work. You two <laughs> something about you two musicians. Wonderful material going on over yeah. the other side of the studio. Man. That really rocked me, honestly. All right, so you fellas are so funny. Let's see if you can play music. That'll be funny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. You look well. Oh, it's good to get back in that old routine again. I remember when we were tap dancing and singing on the stage of the palace. Rose Palace Theater in Death Valley. Right. <clears throat> we were a hit that night back in 1924 when you strode out of the stage. The night we played there was the first and only night we've ever had a deep freeze in Death Valley. Oh! You forgot to lie to me. I'm backstage. <laughs> you, I, I don't know what my musicians are playing out there. They're playing the beloved old ballad, Brown Bird. Well, forgetting the words, I step right into a dance routine, trying to kill time. And my dance routine was a deadly weapon, too. Oh, I wonder. Funny thing happened to us on the way down to the theater tonight. I'm not out of the stage You see, you're worrying about me. I haven't made it. See, I'm Dan Bailey, really. He had walked out on the act the night before. And I got to drown my sorrows in Thirdly. And Bob didn't know whether I'd be back the next night. He knew that Paul was out front, but I didn't. He had also taken all our front. And all the money, too, I might add. Well, that was awful nice of you to tell the cops that I didn't know what I was doing. And then with my new partner, we moved along to Elmira, New York, where we opened with Shine On Harvest Moon. And the new partner sang it. Incidentally, he only lasted that one session with you, Bob. Shine <laughs> I broke into my dance and tried to cover him up. I couldn't do it. And he received, he received his walking papers that night. Flo was out front. And I went on alone, did a single. Although my heart was breaking, I didn't smile a bit. Honestly and food. That's what we called it then. And then we changed the name of the act to, uh, what? <laughs> oh, what fun you boys have. Here we are. I'd like to read it tonight here if I may. Uh, I'd like you very much. <laughs> Artistry and food. That's the enviable reputation of the new townhouse. Townhouse? This is a new commercial bar. Yes, we should treat it with the respect to which it's due. Okay. Help me roll up my sleeve. Located at Warren Hodon. Okay. Whoops. No sleeves in this chair. Might as well put it back on. Located at Warren Hodon Stewart Street, opposite the Plymouth Theater. Whether you delight in baked oysters or a fancy uh, a sirloin steak or a relish baked stuffed lobster, you will find that the townhouse you read this before. Have you read it over so you're well rehearsed? No, I haven't. And I'm still out of breath. When did you receive this copy? When did you receive this commercial copy? This morning. How many hours have you had to look it over? Uh, two huh? hours. Two hours. How many? Two. Two hours. Yeah. Huh? How many times have you read it out loud? None. You've not read it any times out loud. No, sir. All right. Whether you delight in baked oysters, or fancy your sirloin steak, or a relish baked stuffed lobster, you'll find that townhouse food, yes, townhouse food, <laughs> down on that. You'll find that townhouse food. You'll find that townhouse food. Yes, townhouse food. Is that what you wanted? Yeah, something like that. In is artistry and food. Special luncheons are served from 11.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. And a complete dinner. Time <laughs> 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 <Gosh>, salad. <laughs> Please, I can't eat that much. <laughs> oh, let's see. Where are we? Oh, we're about a complete dinner. From 11.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. It takes you that long to eat a complete dinner over there, friend. Yes, sir. From 11.30 a.m. to 1 <laughs> big meal, isn't it? Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a real sturdy to 1 a.m. 
takes you all day and uh, and night, too, to eat it. Then, uh, uh, that is except Sunday. Do go to the... Then, then you can eat faster. Sure. Do go to the townhouse with beautiful dining room and cocktail lounge for special suppers before or after the show or during your next trip in town and enjoy food at its finest. And for reservations for that big Christmas holiday, Monday, December 26th, well, now, uh, well, let me check the calendar, please. Thanks. Monday, December 26th. That's the big Christmas holiday. You do as well to call, or you do well to call the townhouse managed by John Macris, formerly of the Lobster Claw. That sounds like a murder mystery. The Lobster Claw. Hubbard 20930. That's Hubbard 20930. Don't forget, friends, for artistry and food, it's the townhouse. Warrington at Stewart Street, opposite the Plymouth Theater. If you go there, it's very nice. Very easy to get to and very convenient to the theater. How convenient, Bob? Tell us about it. It's around the corner, there's several of them. Just across from the Plymouth, too. Mm-hmm. Have you fellas played anything by yourself? I've played but I don't want to talk about it anymore. I just want to sit here and think, Bob, and, and, and revel in the wonders of the atomic age. Well, then, to go on with my story. Well, I wasn't telling you anything. Well, I, I didn't hear you. What happened to you, Bob, uh, that time? Hmm? Remember that well, time? Well, we, we uh, just kept going. The car broke down uh, up just at the edge of Death Valley. But we finally, finally made uh, the coast. And there were an instant success in motion pictures. And, uh... Hey, that's a tough point. I'm sorry. And, uh, pretty soon... That's not so good, is it? Pretty soon, uh, we were asked to do TV, and there we were in success. Success, Iowa? The very famous town. I can remember... Remember the night we opened it? We opened in success, Iowa. We hadn't worked with a band before, but they picked up our cue right away and started in with our theme music. Well, I'm going to go to sleep. Do you mind? <laughs> no, especially if you okay. feel tired. I'm going to talk and uh, discuss this, this big uh, Titanic football battle in Jacksonville, Florida tonight. Between Lowell High and Landon High of Jacksonville. This is a one-minute commercial. Wonders will never cease. This can't take over 40 seconds. What is that? Healer Motors. Hey, isn't that wonderful? Mm-hmm. Good afternoon, sports lovers everywhere across this grand nation of ours. Real one. Portraits of me. Would you like a portrait of me? Uh, what about this commercial box? Oh, it's a special announcement from Healer Motors, the Oldsmobile Cadillac well, dealer. Hold it right <clears> now. <throat> we'll save that special announcement for after the next... They're located at 43 North Beacon Street, Watertown. No more. Square. We'll save it. It's Ken from Bill. Ken and Bill. Ken and That's you two colors there. Wait a minute. Stop. Play. Ken Bill Green, Bill Green, Ken Wilson. Hope the floor have a good time. I'll play some music. Now, shoot it.
Now, here's a special announcement from Healer Motors. Here's why announcer, Lyle Gum. Here's a special announcement from Healer Motors, Oldsmobile Cadillac Healer, 43 North Beacon Street, and one around Square. You've seen this commercial before, anywhere. Healer has a great cleanup sale on 1949 Oldsmobile. Now, what's this about somebody cleaning up? Huge allowances, big reductions, and easy terms, only $300 to $500 down. Are you in the market for a car? I haven't bought one yet. <laughs> You're lucky. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, you keep going up from the chairs. You, it, uh, I have to get the proper in. First of all, if I look at the commercial, I see only one question mark. If you've asked 30 or 40 uh, in a few seconds, you've been on the air with this commercial. My new style, I rather like it. The question style? Yeah. Well, why don't we try it again? Maybe you've hit on something new or stepped on something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Will you help me? Sure. Go right ahead. Let me try it again. Be sure and investigate this offer. It's sensational. This opportunity presents itself only once a year. Be wise. Be thrifty. That's a good idea. And each time I'll hit a gong. Buy a 1949 Oldsmobile at Healer Motors. H-E-A-L-E-R. Yours, Oldsmobile Cadillac dealer, 43 North Beacon Street in Watertown Square. Ow. Open evenings till 9, Saturday afternoon until 5. Hello? Yeah, that's that. Well, the whole one minute. I think it's awful nice of healers to cut down this commercial. Hello? Yes, healers. What's that again? You mean, you want some more business like fashion? This could mean war. I don't forget I was in the Pentagon building, Bob. Won't work that way. I was. I was sitting at the Chinese ring The what about the Chinese ring trade? It looks like it. It does at that. Remember there was a magician down at that show and we gave it. He did that with a loop. That's right too, and he had us all spellbound. You can knock everyone's eye off with a stick that night. Sitting there watching this magician, he was very good. Incidentally, what was his name, Bob? Chandu, who's made his return to radio. I don't believe it. Incidentally, I was thumbing through the radio dial one night, and that's the only way to ever go through it. And I came across Chandu again. And it brought me back to the days, the good old days, when I was a youngin, sending away box tops and my father's picture for different things. So let's look in on Rancid, the magician. I am Rancid, the magician. I am high atop a mountain. And I am about to perform a magical trick. I will make the mountain disappear, and I'll stay here on the air. I... Make it work that time. My assistant, Bolo, said, You're very inconsequential, magician. Your aspirations are very inconsequential. Why? <laughs> highly insignificant, rancid. I know, I... Or I'm... highly rancid. Why <laughs> that? Don't say that. <laughs> but anyway, Bolo, thanks for coming up. Mm. And we want to award you with the orchid of the day for being the nicest neighbor we've met. Mm. All right. Me help Boy Scouts cross streets. <laughs> good to you. That's my good deed for a week. All right, so long, Rancid. No. Oh, you're Bolo. Well, I'm... <laughs> Rancid, that's right. All right, well, then. We're both Rancid. You're <laughs> Bill, that's very funny. I want to go here and sign the name on our guest list. <laughs> <laughs> what, 
<laughs> That's how we can follow it up with the postcards when we get back home. We want to get a good mailing list with you on it. I don't know how we can mail formaldehyde, but we'll try. <laughs> well, that's it, friends, for now. We've had a novelty grand time. Oh, there's yeah, uh, 212 visiting with you here at Radio Lane. Well, Bob, we have the SN engineer who took up a high top in the new John Hancock building. That's right, in that little room with no windows. How do you feel? <laughs> we'll look for you tomorrow at 1 o'clock the same time from that day with Bob Ray, music by Cannon Bill. What was that you said again? 8.50 on your dial. 850 Radio Lane for happy listening. Oh, please, Bob. Thanks again, friends. Remember to get work right to us, don't you? Because we want to hear from you and celebrate with you. We do, we do. <laughs> and thanking by your thumbs. It feels good. Here it is. This is WHCH. No, WHCH. Well, I'm going to her in Boston.